Lost, and I will never watch Lost. My friends Rachel Raycob and Phil Davis love Lost. Fuck yes. It's okay. Just no, no, you're wrong. It's the greatest show on earth. Well, I guess that's the whole episode. <laughs> and this is so Lost in Translation, a podcast where they explain Lost to me episode by episode, and I get angry about it. <laughs> um, so maybe not this time. I maybe not this time. I know I, I say that like every single episode, but you should take in turn that that film never says that. Is this the last episode? Yes, this is this is the season. No, I meant of Lost. No, no. Of season but this two. Is, this well, is the last episode of season two. It's the first half of the last episode of season two. Yeah, um, and it is the last episode of like I would say the first arc of Lost shit. Sure. Yeah, we're onto some new shit after this. Um, so uh, just to remind our lovely listeners what we're doing um we're gonna be recording this is a double episode so we're going to be recording part one and part two but they will be released on the same day so probably you can see that they're both yeah there. you know that already from you, are, feed. you know that so probably I or this is years in the future this. and it's all out already so <laughs> uh anyway okay so here's the thing i i've i said last season that there's going to be one episode per season that I say if there's any episode you should watch this season, it's this one. And you'll notice I probably, I haven't said that at all yet in season two, and that's because if you watch any episode in season two, you should watch the season finale. Because it's just that good. It's significantly better than season two, most of the episodes. Um, You'll skip through like you'll probably be a little bit confused <laughs> because they, because there's this welcome to now. lost but this is this episode is just very very good i think it's really solid um and makes me excited for for season three uh okay ready to jump in yes this is season two episode 23 and it's called, okay, one of the things I hate about it is its title, which is, it's called Live Together, Die Alone, Part 1. Right, because that's a lost thing. That's a jack thing. I don't know. It's yeah. And by proxy, a lost yeah, thing. Yeah, by it's, extension, a lost yeah, thing. It's a, it's a stupid thing. Um, Alright, our timer is started. Uh, okay. So we pick up exactly where we left off last week, which is, holy shit, there's a boat? Everybody flips out about the boat. Right. Um, everyone's just freaking out about it. Uh, they run over to see, like, to see what's up with the boat. They run over to the 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 waterline. Uh, Jack, Saeed, and Sawyer swim out to get it. I would like to point out that Saeed and Sawyer take off their shirts to do so. Does Jack take off his shirt? He does not. Oh. Um... I have here in my notes, Jack leaves his shirt on, but Sawyer and Saeed are cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also don't understand, like, if they're taking off their clothes to get this shit. Jeans! Jeans weigh you down so much when you're swimming. That's how Alexander the Great died. Is that true? He fell in the river wearing jeans. And they got too heavy and he drowned. <laughs> okay, well the point is, I feel... I like... don't know what parts of that story are true. <laughs> the jeans part. I mean, I know that he died. 
Yes. <laughs> a safe bet for a guy from so many thousands of years ago. Like, I've read Watchmen. <laughs> Noted referencing to Alexander the Great making mm-hmm. graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Any way, um, I just, I, I feel like they should take their, their, their pants off. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I bet that's the reason why you think that. Well, is it, it getting hot on this island? It's always been hot. Should on this perhaps island. they take off all their clothes? <laughs> yes. Well, some of them. They reach the boat and climb aboard. <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil rests us from this this conversational log. Uh, they all it's, draw their guns because they feel like why not? Uh, it's seemingly empty. Yeah. They, they look around the boat and there doesn't seem to be anyone there except all of a sudden there is music coming from like the below inner decks. Below the decks. Uh-huh. It's like muffled classical music. They they kind of tiptoe around and suddenly there are random gunshots. Yeah, bullets start flying the out cabins. of the hatch. Just start flying out of the, the cabin. And then a Scottish, oh, damn it. And oh, hey, it's a ridiculously drunk Desmond. Hooray! He found his boat. What the fuck? Did he I have guess. a boat? Stay he tuned. Stay yeah. tuned, listeners. Well, you know he was doing yeah, a was race doing around that, the world. And that's the, it right. ran aground, and that's how we got when on the island. When was the last time we saw Desmond? Episode, episode, episode one, when he ran the fuck one or two. away. Very Maybe long episode time ago. Episode one of this season. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he was He was at the very beginning of this season. It's actually episode one of In Living Color. What? Nothing. And, um, yeah. Well, he was in that jack bag in, that in jack season bag, one, and then he showed up on the island. And then he was on the island, and he gave and he's like, "Oh shit, people!" And he gave them the code, and then ran away, right? And like completely disappeared. Right, he was in the hatch. Yeah. Um. So I guess he found his boat. Yeah. Um. Lost. Uh. It's night, and now they have a boat. That's pretty nifty. They like pulled it up. I bet on they shore. don't do anything. They don't wind up doing anything productive with it. <laughs> I mean, that'll be. We'll see. Your we'll see about that. Um, Desmond is drinking by a fire. Um, Jack comes and offers him food, but he declines. Jack asks why he came back to the island, and Desmond said that he didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Like, Fuck you. Yeah. You think I came back? He's like, I've been sailing and sailing what and sailing. What about this island makes you think that it's even possible to get off of it? Yeah, uh, he was sailing due west for nine days and should have reached Fiji days ago. Like, the others um, have a boat. Yeah. <laughs> and they, the first, the they first, kidnapped Walt with it. The first land that he saw was the island again. And he's um, just miserable about that. He suggests to Jack that the island and its surrounding waters are the entire world. <laughs> that they're, like, trapped in a snow globe. Mm-hmm. He's also he keeps very drinking. drunk. It's like that good episode of Star Trek. Oh, the one, where, the one where, Be- where Beverly is the entire universe. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Never seen it, it is a very good episode of Star Trek. It's a great episode. Why don't we just talk about Star Trek, guys? No. You already do that. Also, someone else already does that. Unlike my Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Desmond asks them if they're still pushing the button. Yeah, and Jack, uh, Jack is at this point getting up to leave. And he kind of reluctantly, not reluctantly, but with sort of regret, he says, yeah, we're, we're pushing it. And Desmond shakes his head and takes a drink. Uh, flashback to something. Desmond is. that took me a second. <laughs> uh, Desmond appears to be getting out of prison. I wrote his. It's hair. a Desmond episode. Yeah. Why do you sound so surprised? Well, it hasn't I'm happened disgusted. yet. 
disgusted He's is so all. great. You don't know yet. What? Like, yeah, apparently. Well, we're going to tell He's... you about how great he is. He's fine. He's extremely attractive. <laughs> That's what she means. <laughs> it's also that. Long-haired UK guy. Well, the very first thing I wrote after Desmond gets out of prison is his hair is short. So it's not, I don't find him the most attractive thing ever yet. We'll get there. Uh, he he's, collects... he's collecting his personal effects, which include a watch, a picture of him with a blonde lady, and a book, a copy of Our Mutual Friend by Dickens. The guard uh, asks him why he didn't bring the book in with him to prison, and Desmond says that he's read everything else that Dickens ever wrote and wants that book to be the last thing he ever reads before he dies. Uh, and the guard says, that's a great plan uh, if you know Has when you're going to die. No. Or okay. he's saving it. He's okay. saving yeah. it till before he dies. Uh, the guard then gives Desmond his official dishonorable discharge and uh, tells him to fuck right off. You could just read it and then never off. read anything ever again. That's depressing, though. And it would be the last book you read before you died. Yeah, but if you like reading, which presumably he does because Charles Dickens' books are not short. Well, then it's a dumb plan to make. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad <laughs> That's plan. what the guy said. Stupid idea. Uh, his name, his full name, we get it as he is dishonorably discharged, is Desmond It's not what getting Dick. out of prison is called. It is if you're being dishonorably charged from the from military. The military. Yeah. He was oh. in the. Oh, he's in military prison. Yes, he was oh, in sorry, military prison. I missed that. Yeah. Um, his full name is Desmond David Hume, which I think is a pretty good TV name. It's like good, good, solid TV name. Is that a philosopher? Is Hume it? Or Hume. Hume. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Take over, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> um, a man who he so he gets out of prison. Yes, David Hume, writing. a Scottish yeah. philosopher. Oh, well, okay. there there we go. Whatever. That sounds about right. Lost. Now I'm a little annoyed. A little? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Why, why wait, are you ruining Desmond wait. for me? For there to be all these like Greek-ass named dudes to show up on this show. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, my friends called me Plato. Because <laughs> <laughs> I ate a lot of it in kindergarten. Anyway... Uh, as he is leaving the prison, I think it's raining. It might not be raining. Just yeah, it's of, raining. Yeah, uh, a man who is bald pulls up in a vehicle and offers him a ride. Yeah, he's in the back seat of the car. He says, get in the car. And Desmond's like, I'm not getting a ride with you. And then the guy's like, get in the car. And Desmond gets in the car. Uh, the man has two boxes. He says one contains Desmond's past and the other his future. He tells Desmond to open them. And Desmond opens the past one. And he finds a, bu- a box that's like, it's full of letters it's that are just, addressed to one Penny Widmore. It's uh, just, that's a very Dickensian name. A hundred million letters right. that appear to have been sent, but not received. Yeah, Desmond is very bummed to learn that all of his letters have been intercepted. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy says it's good that she never got the letters because Penelope has moved on with her life. And it's better for her to think that he's forsaken her. Yeah, and, and um, it's better for her to, and, and like, she mm-hmm. think, you know, it's better to, for her to think that she, that uh, he's forgotten about her. Yeah. Yeah, and that also she's getting married. Yeah, he says uh, that too. Desmond is very bummed. The guy then opens the other box. The, the, the guy, the guy turns out to be her dad. We, we find this out about okay. her. Yeah. Uh, the guy opens the other box. It contains a very large amount of money. Uh, he says that it's for Desmond's new life away from his daughter. Uh, the condition is no contact whatsoever with Penny, um, and he just runs away. Yeah, and Desmond, which is the guy's suggestion, not a description of the action of the scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, Desmond asks why the guy thinks that he would just run away, and the guy says, because you're a coward. 
Yeah, he says it in pretty much that, yeah. that exact way. That was mm-hmm. very good. Back on the island, uh, Said and Jack discuss the situation. Said says that the boat has totally changed the tactical game. Um, they... um, yeah, and, and because since um, Said is pretty sure that Michael has been compromised mm-hmm. by the others, which he was discussing with Jack on the last episode. Uh, they believe that the trap is going to be sprung at the other's camp, which is right by the shore, they know from Michael's description. Uh, Saeed can get there much faster in the boat than they'll be able to on foot, so he's going to go and scout out their position and then get a safe distance from the camp and start a signal fire, which will make a big pillar of black smoke like right. before. And then Jack and the rest of the strike team can go meet him there and like mm. coordinate and go in the together. strike team. That's it's... my term, not theirs. Yeah, okay. It's not the worst idea. They have a boat now, so yeah. it makes that a lot more feasible. Um, or they could just leave. Well, it didn't, didn't work, work for Desmond. Desmond. <laughs> yeah, well, what the fuck does he know? What the fuck, he what the fuck do they know about what like, he trip knows? Around the world. Yeah, this will actually come up. Yeah. Um, Jack expresses doubt that Michael has indeed been turned by the others, and uh, Saeed says that he does not have any doubt. Yeah. Jack says he'll go tell Kate and Sawyer about the new plan, but and, Saeed stops him. And is like, you're a huge idiot. Yeah. Don't tell them like why why would you yeah. do that that's huge the more the, all, all they have is the element of surprise and the more people know the harder it'll be to keep the also, secret also like don't tell Jack's secrets he can't keep them really so far the only person who's been decent at keeping secrets on this island is Kate yeah because uh-huh. she's tough and respects and has privacy. a lot of secrets <laughs> yeah also that uh, in the hatch, a limping lock approaches Echo at the computer desk. Uh, there are five thing. minutes left on the clock, and Echo asks what Locke wants. Uh, Locke says that the alarm is about to go off, and this time Locke wants him to not push the button. Uh, Echo asks why he would do that, and Locke says, because you don't want to be a slave. Um, it's a weird thing to say to a black dude. Yes. Agree! Yes, it is. <laughs> um, Echo protests, saying that he is a slave to no one. Uh, the alarm starts beeping, and Locke tells him that he's a slave to the button. He can't keep pushing it. And Echo says, don't tell me what I can't do. Of course. Um, of course he does. Wait, does he say it in that tone of voice? No. He's been hanging out. Well, pretty good kind drag. of. That would be a pretty good drag been, on Locke. Who says it, that he says it knowingly time. that that's a Locke line. They, they, are, they are lovers. They know how each other speaks. Oh my god. Um, Echo starts punching the code in. Um... And then Locke picks up Echo's, like, beating stick and it, uh, like, raises it to smash the computer. But Echo grabs it and, like, shoves him across the room and then enters the code. Uh, That having been dealt with, he goes to handle Locke. He picks him up and drags him to the door of the computer room. Uh, Locke protests the whole time, saying that they're only puppets. And Echo pushes him through the door and seals it shut. Yeah. uh, Telling Locke not to come back. Yeah, uh, Echo is a lot stronger than Locke. Yeah, he's a big tough so guy. This, is, this mm. is not particularly hard for him. To and Locke is like an, a a, dest- a destiny guy, but like also a hurt leg guy. <laughs> Sorry, I was just imagining his, uh, him as a player character no, from the video not. game Destiny. What are they called, Guardians? Yeah, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Didn't play it. <laughs> Taken. The the next day. The destiny thing. Oh. <laughs> Uh, the next day, the next day, the mm. list crew goes out together. If you forget who that is, the that's, team. that's Michael, um, right? Jack, Kate, Sawyer, Sawyer and Hurley. Hurley. Yeah. Uh, Jack distributes the guns, and Hurley says he was doesn't Hurley know on. Him. Yes. Okay. Hurley was on the list. Right. It's Saeed who was the one who was like, "I'll come with you," and Michael was like, mm, "Maybe not. Not. not." Yeah. Yeah. And 
And everyone was like, well, that's kind of dumb, but okay. Yeah. Uh, Kate reflects on the costumes and beard that she found in the medical station and yeah. wonders what if, like, they just want them to think that they're in bad shape. Clearly they're able to, like, or at least they have try to put on these, like, disguises, so we don't know what we're going to find. Yeah, and they had that boat that one time. Yeah. Michael um, insists that they are exactly as run down and ill-prepared as he says they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he's very... He's not being very good at this. Yeah. Well, he's very insistent that he's correct. Uh, Sawyer is tired of all this talking and forges ahead, and the group follows. Yeah, Sawyer's is pretty much wants to kill people. Sawyer's very bad at recognizing when he's being conned. That's a really good point, especially for a con man. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's not that good of a con man. We've brought this up before. I but... couldn't comment. <laughs> I don't know. That's something I would like to keep that an eye like on. That sounds like the sort of thing a con man would say, <laughs> Phil. That's the sort of I've been thing. exposed. That's the sort of thing I would like to keep an eye on as I go through the rest of this show mm-hmm. to see if he continues to be, like, if he sucks at this, because so far he kind of does. Um, anyway. Uh, Down at the waterline, uh, Desmond... Desmond brings a little, like, inflatable raft ashore. Like, it's what you use... Because you can't bring the boat to the right. shore, so this is, yeah. like, get to the boat... I believe um, those are called skiffs. A rowboat. I, d- I don't know what the word skiff means. Okay. It might be... I know that from Job saying it in Arrested Development. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyhow. Always a possibility. I'm, I'm often wrong. <laughs> uh, Saeed tells him that he needs the boat, and Desmond tells him not to bother because there's nothing out there. We get a long email about what a skiff is. <laughs> from... Can't think know. of a joke. Can't yeah. think of a joke. From, from Boat Guy 69. Yeah. Boat <laughs> Goku. Boat Boy It's a very difficult yeah. maneuver with two boats. <laughs> boat Boy 69. Captain the Boatman. I am the captain now in gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Understore Goku. Uh, Desmond tells him not to bother with the boat because there's nothing out there. Uh, Saeed says he's not going out there. He's going to the north side of the island. And Desmond responds, Desmond's drunk this whole time. Yeah, he's, um, he's still pretty drunk. impressive. Yeah, he had a whole bunch of liquor, like Dharma brand liquor on the boat. Um, Desmond responds to that by saying, going to see the hostels, are you? And Saeed says, the what? Uh, and Desmond tells him, ignorance is bliss. And then he sits down in the sand with a bottle of wine and <laughs> says that Saeed can use the boat. And then Saeed, almost embarrassed, admits that he doesn't know how to sail. He's a pretty big fucking hole in the plan, (laughs) dog. Um, (laughs) He needs Desmond to sail it. And Desmond tells him, well, you better find someone who can, and starts drinking. And I I made a note that Shannon actually would have been useful here. Oops. Because she had all that experience on yachts. So we finally find a time when Shannon could have been useful, but she's dead. Is it a sailboat? Yeah. Yeah. Yachts aren't typically sailboats. It's a very nice sailboat. Yacht, I think, is a term of art in the boat world. Right. Much yeah. like maybe skiff is. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's a small, it's not like a tall ship. It's yeah. a small one-mast sailboat. Yeah. yeah. Flashback one, to some Desmond something. <laughs> I couldn't think of a joke. Desmond City. <laughs> to Desmond gets coffee. Desmond gets, Desmond's at a coffee shop. He's getting coffee. Um... As he goes to pay for the coffee, he realizes he doesn't have the correct currency. Yeah, all of his, his wallet's full of pounds sterling, and he regretfully says that he's only just arrived and has spent all of his American money on the cab. Yeah. At uh, which point... Behind him, a Libby with weird hair. Oh uh, boy, this is a really rough wig. 
that Libby's wearing. <laughs> it is it is tough stuff. It is it is a Libby with weird and bad hair. It's like her head is Paste. five times the size of a normal human head. With it this thing it kind of takes like most of the things that you loved about the character and somehow ruins them. I don't know how. It's a very bad wig. Uh, she pays for for Desmond's coffee, and he is very very grateful for this. Yeah, he like objects, and she's like, "Whatever, it's four bucks." It's not that big. And then deal. jokingly, he's like, "Ha ha ha! You wouldn't happen to have forty two thousand more of those, would you?" <laughs> she says, "What's what's that for?" And he says, "Oh, I was kidding." And she's like, "No, you weren't." Um, <laughs> we then see them drinking coffee together at a table, and he tells her about his like boat race thing that he's doing. Yeah. He has eight months to get into the best shape of his life so he can win this race. It's it's a race around the world in in a boat. A boat. Um, she asks what he gets for winning, and he says, it's not what you win, it's who I win it from. Uh, there's a little picture on his brochure of the Whitmore guy from before. Uh, and it, it says his name right there. His name is Charles Whitmore, and he's sponsoring this boat race around the world. All right. Uh, and presumably you win money, but that's not what Desmond is doing yeah. for. Right. He explains. He wants to win the money to show this guy that he can do a thing. Right. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he explains to Libby. Quote, Sticking it to the man. Yeah. He doesn't actually say that. <laughs> he tells he tells Libby how Whitmore has wronged him. And she asks what he needs the money for. And then he says, well, I don't technically have a boat yet. <laughs> and in response to that, Libby makes a very weirdly serious face. Uh, and she looks sad. Yeah, she looks incredibly sad. And then she says, I have a boat. It was her husband's, but he got sick. And she's all very weepy at this point. He, he died about he, a month ago. Yeah, he died a month ago. She gave, uh, she like gives him the boat. She wants to give it to him. Yeah, Desmond and, can't believe it and doesn't and want to accept and it. And is basically like, "What? Like, no, you can't just give me your boat. I don't know you. You're a yeah. stranger." But she's L- yeah, Libby insists. Uh, he asks her what her husband's name was. Uh, she says David, and what did he name the boat? She says Elizabeth. He named it after me. Uh, Desmond thanks her and says that he'll win the race for love. Oh. Libby smiles. Phil does not. That, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that was uh, you. You you stepped on uh, sorry. it. Sorry, I like your delivery. That was actually my my quote of the week. Was and I shall win this race for love. See, actually, they shall shall fuck this show. And I shall win this race for love. For it is I, Desmond <laughs> David Hume. It's so good though. <laughs> Back on the island, uh, Jin approaches Saeed and Son, who've been talking. Uh, and he, he wants Jin to sail the boat. Yeah, Saeed which wants is Jin to sail the boat. Right. Reasonable he can do it. idea yeah. there. Yeah. At least at least Saeed uses his brain and was like, you know what, I, that, this is the person yeah. who I bet can sail. Yeah. This idea is transmitted to Jin through Sun, the translator. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jin says, no, like I'm, I can't leave you. Like You're pregnant. Right. Yeah, like I'm not yeah. going to leave you now. And Sun says that he doesn't have to worry about that because she's coming with them. Uh, she's also going to go with them. And he's like, that's the opposite of what I want. <laughs> uh, we then see the strike team walking through the jungle. Uh, I wrote List and Michael Jungle Walk. Yes. To, just to abbreviate Is that. it the walking music? No. No, it's not. It's a good time, though. This would be a perfect time for that great, great music. Yeah. Uh, Sawyer reaches for a weird baby doll on the ground, but Kate stops him, explaining the trap that she and Jack sprung. Yeah, uh, and and he doesn't get yeah. caught in a net. Sawyer then confesses that he thought the whole caught in a net thing was just a euphemism. And then Kate flirtatiously is like, why are you talking to Jack about me? Um, and then they hear a noise. 
and they all get ready for some Thank shit God to go down. Thank God they stopped that conversation <laughs> yeah. immediately. Yeah. Yeah. We, are, we are very glad that they stopped that conversation. They all draw their guns and get ready for some, like, action. At which point, a huge bird a flies huge towards Bert. Like, bird, it's so big. Flies down towards them. Uh, Michael, for no clear reason, starts shooting at it, but finds that his gun has no bullets in it. Um, uh. Bird report. <laughs> this is a fake bird. <laughs> huh. I was going to ask. Real, it's, real bird? No, or fake just bird. Like... It's like, it's eagle-shaped, but it's green. There's, there's no. There's what do they do with CGI? Like, yeah. weird-ass island they, you, don't, you don't need sophisticated CGI to change the color of a bird. But it is also a CGI bird. Why would they change the whole bird color? Is CGI. I don't know. Why, like, reference a real bird where you can just make up a bird? Why is there a bird in this scene? Why isn't there a bird in every scene? Why is, my question. is the next thing that happens, I think it's Hurley, right? Yes. Say, <laughs> is Hurley saying, did that bird just say my name? So here's the thing. I watched this scene about ten times. I don't know how he's getting that. I do. Um, I watched this scene a million times because I wanted to make sure that it was a fake bird. Okay. If anyone out there believes it to be a real bird, I'd love to know that. It, it's pos- It's green. There are a lot of really big parrots in like New Zealand and Australia, but I don't think it's one of those. It's really eagle-shaped. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the, the bird shrieks. And its shriek is, like, articulated a little bit. It has two syllables. Yeah. And it's really easy to hear an H sound mm-hmm. in, like, animal sounds. Because yeah. they do, like, a lot of, like, like, yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, a lot of Oh, boy. Let's, let, remind me never to make that because sound again have, in a like, recorded they medium. They don't have lips or are <laughs> yeah. very articulated tongues. Exactly. So that's, like, the syllables they got. So an H they is call. easy to hear in there. Yeah. Um, so it's, like... Okay. Not completely ridiculous that Hurley thinks this two-syllable, maybe H-starting thing would be his name, but um, it definitely did not, and Sawyer's like, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was, okay. Yeah. It was pretty strange. Uh, Michael, That's it? They don't come back to that? No. Uh, no. Michael then asks very uh, weird. why the I hell his gun doesn't have any bullets in it, and Jack's like, ooh, I must have forgot to load that one. Yeah, Hand it over and I'll do it on purpose. put some that was an accident. Yeah, that bullets was like, Here, in give, it. Give me your gun. I will, Sorry. I will put bullets in it right uh, now. Yeah. Oopsie doopsie. And instead of handing them to you, I will put them in myself. I'll definitely yeah. put them in. Michael, I mean, uh, I Michael mean, looks very suspicious right, at this fine. point. Yeah. Um, back at camp, Charlie is wandering in the jungle alone, and, and he comes upon Locke. He is crying. He's leaning jungle. up against a fallen tree and crying. Locke is crying. Yes. Locke is crying. Um, but right. he, but he, of course, pretends that he's totally, totally fine, bro. Yeah. When Charlie's like, "Yo, dude." Yeah. Why do you look all beat up? Are you okay? <laughs> uh, and Locke's like, "It's nothing." Charlie tells him in a weirdly like shitty and roundabout way that Desmond's back at camp. Yeah. Uh, Locke is very surprised to learn that. Mm-hmm. Saeed, elsewhere, uh, loads supplies into the inflatable raft as Jin and Sun approach. Saeed said he only asked Jin to come, and Sun's yeah, like, like too fucking bad. listen, idiot, you're going to need someone to translate between you two, and also at least three people are needed to sail this boat. And Saeed's like, Desmond managed by himself, and Sun's like, did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, also, like, if you know, he probably did. He got really far in this race around the world, but also he trained for like a year to yeah. be able to do that. As Claire uh, uh, prepares to administer the vaccine that Charlie gave her to Aaron, uh, Desmond nearby tells her that it's a waste of time. I say that Des tells Claire that the medicine is bullshit. Yeah. He used it every day, every nine days for three years to no perceivable effect. 
Um, he then asks about the baby. Is the father still on the island? No, he ran off. Desmond said, um, maybe he knew he would be a lousy dad and thought he was doing what was best for her. And Claire, very annoyed, says he was doing what was best for him. What the fuck is this guy's problem? Uh, Cut he's to very drunk, and also Claire is so unimpressed with Desmond's yeah. existence. Okay, so cut to Desmond. A Desmond flashback. Desmond being a father who ran away, so things would be better for his child. No, no. not quite. No. Not really at all. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> we see Desmond getting ready to run the stadium. The tour de Strad. Start. Start. Oh, okay. So to run up they. and down and not to like manage it in a professional capacity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Um, He's not a secret. He doesn't secretly have a job. Management. No. Um, as he's getting his running gear on, Jack gets out of the car that pulls up behind him and yes. also gets ready and starts running. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, and then a third so, car so drives up. So Jack, Jack's already gone. Now he's yeah. Running. yeah, yeah, yeah. Third car drives up and the blonde lady from the photograph emerges. Oh, shit. It's her. Presumably Penny. Uh, Desmond asks how she found him and she says that she has a lot of money. With that and determination, you can find anyone. Um, Creepy. Yeah. Kind of. She asks if he read his book. She thought that he might read it while he was away. And he's like, I wasn't away. I was in prison. Um, She asks why he didn't write her. And in response, he asks when she's getting married. Um, But they're so in love. The way that they're looking at each other, they're so in love. Not my read. (laughs) They're very angry with each other. They're angry with each other, but they're very in love despite being angry with each other. Mm. I think you thought it was good acting. Anyway. I'm not going to dispute that. (laughs) Uh, He says that he'll be back in a year, and she says, what if you were back now? And he insists that he's going to win this race. um, To impress her dad. Yeah. And so that they they can be together with her father yeah. not being a constant source of trying to break them up. So there, many people there, on this show have dad issues. Yeah. All the Beth Cowboys is what they say. <laughs> That's um, what I said in one of those episodes. He, they're both weeping and he wipes away one of her tears and goes back to his car. Um, she shouts after him, what are you running from? He says, I have to get my honor back and that's what I'm running to. Yeah, and I, in my apartment, say, what is any of this? <laughs> he's running to get his honor back. Um, anyway, that's that's a, reason, that's a reasonable, like, complaint. Yeah. Is, what is any of this for that? Um, but I, I'm impressed, anyway, that Penny found him. And well, she has a lot of money. Yeah, I'm just saying. Is I thought it was. I think this is sweet. I think all their shit is sweet. It's like not even a humble brag. I'm sorry. I, I think, think your face is just sweet. a brag. I think all their shit is sweet. Um. Back on the island, Locke approaches a once again drunk Desmond and asks. I think a still drunk. Desmond. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's that is you're right. Point. That is more accurate. <laughs> Um, and he asks Desmond, what did one snowman say to the other? Which is the thing that Desmond asked him. As like a code word. Yeah. Uh, okay. It happened before. It happened okay. in the first episode. <laughs> when he, when he first goes down into the hatch, Desmond asks him, are you him? And Locke says, yes. Yeah. And then, uh, like, and then Desmond says, what does one snowman say to the other? And, and he doesn't Locke know what I he no means. And that's how he finds out and that so he's just yeah. some You're guy. not yeah. him. You're just some dude. So Desmond asks him, uh, Locke asks Desmond, what did one snowman say yeah. to the other? And Desmond says, smells like carrots. <laughs> Can you hear me frowning? 
I feel like you might it's be able to very, hear me frowning, It's audience. a very stupid joke. I hate this. <laughs> um, Locke asks him a bunch of more questions about the hatch. They sit and drink on the beach. Yeah, Desmond has been down there for three years. And then Locke tells him about what he learned in the Pearl. Um, um, and how their, their hatch, the one that has the button in it, is nothing but a psychological experiment. Locke mm-hmm. is really, really butthurt about this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Desmond thinks Locke is lying. He just found out that God isn't real. Yeah. Or possibly Santa. <laughs> <laughs> or, or his own personal island destiny. Yeah. yeah. Because really it's just about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Locke hands Desmond the tape. As with all the male leads on this show, except possibly Jin, everything is really just all about them. Yeah. Uh, Locke hands Desmond the tape and asks him if he wants to go like watch it, like take a walk to the Pearl and watch it in the VCR mm-hmm. or Betamax player or whatever. Uh, Desmond throws the tape back at him and says, um, if he's so sure it's not real, just stop pushing the damn button. And Locke says that he has, uh, but someone else has started. He tells Desmond to sober up, and tomorrow they'll find out what happens when you don't push the button. Yeah. So, um... Right, pretty typical end-of-season stuff. Yeah. Back with the list people and Michael. Strike team. They're... That sounds so much more severe than what they are. Which it's is severe. Like, They're a strike team. <laughs> just bedraggled humans. They do, you know, guns. the people out on the strike team look particularly dirty. Yeah. They've like really upped the dirt makeup for these people. Well, I guess they were hiking and sweaty like all day and... You they know. haven't really had much rest yeah. since Michael got back. It's been a That's lot of true. action. They've, they've been kind of running around for yeah. days. Um... And a bunch of people died, which I'm sure yeah. took a huge toll on them. Um, so they're camping in the woods. Uh, Michael is a little way away. Yeah, he's away at some remove. Uh, and he is crying. Yeah. Jack comes up and asks him what he's doing by himself, and he says he's just looking for more firewood. Yeah. Uh, my, Michael looks really horrible, though. Yeah. Michael then thanks Jack for coming out on this thing and, like, doing something dangerous for Walt's benefit. And mm-hmm. Jack says, live together, die alone, man. I don't get why he says this so frequently. It's a it's a jackism. But it doesn't mean anything. It means we needed a line. It means united we stand, yeah. divided we fall. Uh, well, that it means please no steppy. <laughs> that would sound better. Uh, uh, on the yacht. Sailing. Yeah. Sailing time. Uh, Sun pukes. <laughs> Sun is puking over yeah. the side yeah. of the boat. Uh, Jin is like, I told you not to come. And she's like, it's not seasickness, you dolt. Yeah, she's like, and Jin's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, she's like, it's morning sickness. Yeah. Shut up and go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jin tells her that there's something she should see. Uh, Saeed is looking at something ashore and hands Sun his binoculars. She looks and sees the foot of a very large, like, Colossus of Rhodes-style statue, of which only the foot remains. It is huge. It's big. Huh. But only the foot is still there. Saeed says he doesn't know which is more disquieting, that the rest of the statue is missing or that it only has four toes. Uh, and they cut back to it. It's not like one of the toes is missing. It's a complete it's, foot it's, that it's only has four toes. It's a foot that only has four toes. And it is massive and weird and a little off-putting, sort of like the face that you're making right now. What a weird thing to put in your TV show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot more of this TV show. Yeah. Uh, in Oh, Susanna, you're going to fucking hate this. <laughs> 
dressed and lost. <laughs> There's so much. Like, there's, there's absolutely no way that they could all tie all of this into a cohesive whole. They tie a you know, Some there's absolutely no you, way I'll that they could tie much. all of this. They, I'll they tell don't you this. Tie they don't tie all of it, but they create a substrate that is suitable enough that all of it could make sense. Like, it's easy. The way they leave the show, I bet I you don't think, give a fuck about it. Yeah, you won't. But you can. You, you, you will acknowledge that, like, the, the stuff that they wrote, they could have used all that stuff to tie all this stuff together if they wanted to. Um, <laughs> in the hatch. At, point, I just, like, at that point, it becomes meaningless. Like, if, you're, if your shit is so vague that it could cause anything to happen, why should I give a crap about it? Yeah, that's why all TV shows are bad. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's still a cultural phenomenon, and the fact that all of this stuff, like, did tie in, but also didn't, and just made people's brains explode, is uh, the reason why we're still talking about it. And not just us, other people still talk about this show, too. In the hatch, Echo adds more carvings to his beating stick. As he does so, the power starts to flicker, and then the lights turn off and replaced by, like, yellow-toned backup lights. Uh, the clock has stopped with yeah. 101 minutes left. Yeah, the, the power went off yeah. again. He gets up to investigate and goes out into a little, like, hallway. Uh, we then hear the countdown that we last heard during, like, the lockdown event. Mm-hmm. The camera then cuts to Desmond, who is hot-wiring a control panel. He and Locke sneak into the computer room, and Echo rushes back to try to stop the, like, closing doors. Um, but, uh... He's, like, he slides his stick under one to try and stop it, but Locke, on the other side of the door, grabs it and pulls it in. So now Locke has the stick. Right. And, uh... And Locke is locked in. Yes. He locked into the computer room. To the computer room, room yeah. and Echo is locked out of locked it. Locked out. Uh, yeah. with the blast doors going down and everything. Boy, oh boy, Echo doesn't like this. Echo's incredibly yeah. upset by this. Locke, he doesn't seem angry, though. He seems more, like, scared. Very mm-hmm. concerned. Um, uh, Locke congratulates Desmond on his, like, cool hatch tricks. Ability to, like, fake a lockdown. Desmond was there for three years, yeah. I mean. Uh-huh. Desmond asks if he's sure this is what he wants to do, and Locke says that he's more sure of this than of anything he's ever done. Um, uh, I, I just want to comment. Desmond was there. They've they've been there on the island for a little more than two months. It's probably two and a half, closer to three months now. Mm-hmm. And only some of that time, like a month or so, have they been pushing this button. And Desmond was there for three years. Yeah. He knows way around the hatch. Yeah. Anyway. Flashback to a bad time at sea. Wait. Okay, cool. Desmond, yeah. alone on his boat, is stuck in a very severe storm. It's bad. He rushes below deck and starts packing his things up as though he's trying to abandon ship. This includes his special book. Um, uh, and mm-hmm. he, once he gets he back... He straps his special yeah. book to his chest. Once he gets back on deck, he's struck by a big wave and knocks against the railing and knocks himself out. He's completely knocked out. We see a, de- a montage of Desmond's arrival on the island. Uh, a guy in a hazard suit picks like him up. a hazmat suit. Yeah. Um, like, pulls, like, sees him and grabs him. It's just a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he pulls him into the hatch. We see him going through Desmond's belongings and is seemingly very disappointed by what he finds. Uh, when Desmond wakes up, um, the guy asks him, are you him? And Desmond doesn't know what he's talking about. And then he says, what did one snowman say to the other? And Desmond still doesn't know what he's talking about. By the way, we see the guy. Yeah. He takes off his he's like hazmat, hazmat mask. Suit and, mm-hmm. oh shit, it's that dude who taught Saeed to torture. All right. What? Yeah. Yeah. 
It's that it's that CIA God, bro. Loss. Yeah, it's the CIA Who man. Who taught Saeed how to torture. It it's him. I forgot about that. Of course it is. Conservation of everybody. Yeah. Um, uh, De- Desmond isn't him. Yeah, Desmond uh, asks what happens to his boat, and the man tells him that he found him on the beach. Like, he was washed up. There was no boat. Yeah. Uh, he's asked what the guy's name is, and the guy's named Kelvin. So, oh. there we go. <laughs> uh, the alarm starts beeping. Uh, the man gets up, uh, Kelvin, gets up to enter the numbers, and Desmond follows him. Uh, Desmond asks what that was about, and the guy says, just saving the world. He says that very drearily, and then storms off. <laughs> This is uh, not a very big hat. She doesn't know that part of the storm, too. He finds a way. Uh, we then see Desmond watching the orientation video. and He Kelvin, watches it a lot. Yeah, Kelvin asks him how many times he's going to watch that thing. Desmond asks why there are parts missing, and the man says that his former partner made some edits. Uh, Desmond asks what happened to his partner, and the guy doesn't say. He suits up and uh, hands... Like, he puts the hazmat suit back on and hands Desmond the vaccine injector and tells him to give himself that once every nine days. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically he's asking all, he continues to ask Kelvin all the questions that make sense to ask about the hatch. Kelvin doesn't really have any more answers than we might expect. Back on the island, Desmond asks Locke about Echo. Why does he carry this stick with all the scripture on it? And Locke says, because he's a priest. Um, Desmond now, seems now Desmond, very dismayed. Yeah, now Desmond feels very bad about locking a priest out of the hatch. <laughs> I think he's scared he's gonna go to hell. Yeah. Echo looks around and plots his next move. He's cut off from the main entrance, but the good old hatch door is, like, accessible to him. And that vine rope is still hanging down, so he uses that to climb his way back up to the surface. Ha ha! Uh, when he reaches the top, he sees the door that was blown off that has quarantine written on it. And he looks like he's filled with a renewed sense of purpose. Um, he runs off into the jungle with a very, like, little scampy run. Like, a little rascal. Oh, <laughs> I, see, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. It's to like, me, he's just running. The gate, to me, looked like it should be accompanied with, like, hee <laughs> And he runs off. <laughs> he's not excited. He's kind of freaked out. Uh, at the beach, Charlie plays guitar. And Echo runs up to him like a madman and asks him frantically if he knows how they got the hatch door open. And Charlie says, I don't, but if you hum it, I might be able to figure it out. <laughs> uh, Echo clarifies his question, and Charlie tells him that they blew the door up. With, uh, with some with, dynamite. Yeah. Echo says that he needs some help, his help, and Charlie's skeptical. Yeah, also, Charlie's really reluctant to help at this, this point because Echo's been kind of a dick to him. Yeah, a little erratic. First he's like, like we're going to super build this church. And he's like, nah, I'm giving up on the church. Go be my errand boy. Now he's like, Charlie, I need you desperately again. Yeah. So yeah. Echo tells him that Locke has stopped pushing the button and Echo believes that everyone in the island will die in 90 minutes if they can't get in there. So Charlie's like, mm-hmm. like okay, yeah. I'll, I'll help you. In the jungle, the strike team walks through the jungle. Oof. <laughs> just, just for hiking people. Um, Sawyer goes on. Uh, Sawyer goes on and on about some bullshit, and Kate responds by telling him they're being followed. <laughs> uh, Sawyer's very surprised. Kate points out that there are two others across the stream from them behind a bunch of brush, mm-hmm. and Kate's gonna turn the tables on them in about five seconds. Yeah. She asks for Sawyer's help, and uh, so she she gets her gun ready. Yeah, as does Sawyer, and they start shooting at them. Uh, the rest of the strike team, who doesn't really know that any of this is happening, takes cover and then figures out what's going on. Yeah. Uh, uh, across the river, it seems like they, they got one. Yeah, they shoot one. 
and then the group goes to like gather around the fallen other, uh, he is dead. Sawyer and Kate insist that they chase down the other scout before he can warn the camp that they're coming, and Jack says it doesn't matter, because they've already been warned. No one knows Jack. what he's talking about. No one knows what he's talking about, but Jack yeah. turns on Michael. Yeah, Jack right. like, grabs him by the collar and starts flipping out. Uh, Michael confesses. He explains uh, the list of names and how he was under duress because they have Walt. Yeah, and and that and he also admits that he let Henry go. Yeah. The group feels extremely betrayed. And that he um, was the one who killed Libby and Anna Lucia. Yeah, Michael says he but, had to because he couldn't the, think of anything else to do and that Libby was a mistake. And that he didn't mean to, to yeah. shoot Libby, yeah. it just kind of happened. Um, they, he tries to apologize but like and say, it's all for Walt, it's all yeah. for my son. They're not really having any give of a shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. Hurley announces that he's going back. That makes a lot of sense, Hurley. Yeah, Jack tells him that he can't uh, because, like, the others know they're there and they're being followed, and the only reason they're safe is because they're together and they're still heading towards the the thing, and they think that, like, they're still yeah. following the plan. Um, and Hurley then confronts Jack about letting him come on this expedition that he knew was compromised, mm-hmm. and Jack says that, like, he would never have let them all come out here if he didn't have a plan. And Sawyer's like, what plan? And he's like, Jack has a plan! Cut to the the boat. Uh, Saeed prays, and Jin and Sun keep watch. Jin sees something in the binoculars and rushes up to Saeed and points something out. It's the big rock with a hole in it. They've arrived at the camp. Exactly as Michael had described before. Mm -hmm. They've they've arrived at the camp. And this is where a thing that says lost shows up, but I'm pretty sure nothing... Like, it just went into the continuation. Yeah. So we'll say, yeah. lost. We'll say it here. We'll say it really weird. Yes, lost. That's the, that's the end of the that part of the episode. All right. The first part. I mean, like, the rising tension is good, but, like, yeah. this extra lost bullshit is not... Is not... Oh, the, it's, it's, it's... It gets... It ramps up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The quality of it increases. Mm-hmm. I think. I also, um, I'm really happy, happy to have Desmond back because it's nice to know that there's someone who gives, even, who has even slightly more information about the hatch back on the island and back in the hatch. Like, he knows way more about it than the rest of them and so maybe now we'll actually get an answer about all of these buttons. Like, well, that's all, it's it's actually one button. You say that like I'm not, like I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) You say that like I didn't watch the episode. Well, I'm expressing my beliefs as someone who doesn't know what's going to happen next. Okay. Well, um, we've got, we, we have, we have Desmond back. I'm very, very excited about having Desmond back. That comes across. (laughs) Fine. What do you think of the episode? It's fine. (laughs) Well, I, I have more to say about the second half. Okay. Well, I I like this episode a lot. Um, I think they it, it sets up well for the rest. Yeah, of the this episode. is this is just uh, this is just the first half of a complete thing. Yeah. It's just the beginning, folks. Really. It's only just begun. It's only just begun. Yeah, that song. Do I know any more of that song than that line? I didn't know that nope. much. Um, I think I do not know. We any have more we have not yet begun to talk about this episode of Lost. Well, no, we did. But <laughs> anyway, um, do we want to do emails now or at the Let's end of the it. second? Let's save it. Let's save it. Okay. So um, yeah. So if tune in 
Right now. Tune in right now. Immediately now, or, you know, give yourself an hour or so and then tune in. Or, like, go do something else. Yeah. Whatever. Then come back. It's fine. Uh, And we're gonna do, we're gonna do part two next. So, uh, in the meantime, I'm Rachel Rakoff. I'm Susanna Polo. I'm Phil Davis. Get, I mean, don't, don't really get lost. Just keep listening to the next one. Like, stay tuned. Just start the next one. (laughs) Hehehe.